Hello and welcome to the Sticks and Stokes Cricket Podcast. This month we're discussing the upcoming tour of the West Indies and after the tirade Johnny launched last month in the wake of the ashes, we've got a response from Mark Wood's brother-in-law. It's February, hardly peak cricketing season, but for those die-hard fans, we're here for you. Let's get started. Hello then, chaps. Welcome back. How are we doing? All right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah? Not too Pretty bad, good. Mate. Okay, so before we get stuck into some cricket-related news, we've had a little bit of feedback on the last pod episode, which I thought we could we could share and also just sort of dissect and debate fair feedback or um, any challenges to it. So we were described as, as current as a raisin by one enthusiastic listener for our latest appearance. Four annoying blokes who smack of privilege. That was another text that um, I received. We also got wouldn't wouldn't want to be an England player and listen. And then our final uh, email that we actually received in was from Jake Lonsdale, wasn't it? Which I should just read out now. He says, hi to the Sticks and Stakes podcast email. I came across your pod and gave the latest episode a go. I'm Woody's brother-in-law, and I'm really not impressed. That chap who said Woody has stolen a career is a total bell. You chaps think the best way of getting your name out is slating every England player. Sort yourselves out. I wouldn't come to Tyne if I was you. <laughs> so, That's right. Uh, uh, that is from Jake Lonsdale, and we've looked at it. That does sound like he is, actually. Um, it's Sarah's uh, married his, his, his sister, Mark Wood's sister, so... Uh, Johnny, as the chief Mark Wood Slater, would you like to reply to that? Well, I, I mean, I uh, Jake obviously has taken this rather personally. Um, <laughs> it was interesting I, how personally he took it. I think um, I think I'd like to. I think we should invite Jake on the pod. We should enjoy Jake on the pod. Mm. Yeah, he's he, uh, let's let's get a bit of balance. I'm, okay, look, I, I'm I'm happy to admit I went quite. Went in quite hard on Mark Wood. I'm not a fan of his and others. Uh, uh, some people do like him, and that's you know that's that's the whole point of having a podcast talking about cricket. But um, yeah, <laughs> we could do a live pod up in up in up in Newcastle or something. We'll get him on. Any other uh, feedback received? Any other comments on that? Or oh, Jakey boy? Well, I'm not really interested in what he's got to say. I think he should go and crawl back under whichever rock he came from because we're not going up north. Well, Johnny, was, I'm surprised we didn't. Obviously, we haven't got much of a listenership in um, Leicestershire, Derbyshire, Sussex, any of the other counties that um, Johnny was raging on about as well last uh, last time. Oh, and it, it seems like they've all just they know their place and they've accepted their fate as um, second class counties of the future. <laughs> yeah, perhaps we, you know, once we've got a real back catalogue of episodes and we're the number one cricketing podcast in the whole world. Um, we can come back to some of Johnny's opinions. You won't be able to visit, visit any county town in the whole country. It's I assume you've applied for the new job, Johnny, director of cricket after that, uh, after your tirade last week. So Ashley Charles has gone. So are you going to be appointed? Um, I, I, yeah. I, um, I mean, I did also say Tom Harrison should probably resign. So I don't think I'm brilliantly placed to get the job being appointed by him. But uh, if he's listening, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm open to offers. Well, we came up with some good ideas last last time, didn't we, about the reform of the system? I think we're, you know, reasonably. Sounds like the ECB needs some out, external outside voices coming in. So who knows? We're we're by the phone. We've got the email. Someone read the email. What was the our email address? Um, what is it? Ben Fuchs at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, We're missing our really uh, professional. What yeah, normally media. does this, doesn't it? Yeah, our Wattie social media does the provider. Which is sticksandstokes at gmail.com. Okay, uh, on to some actual cricketing news. And apparently, England are playing another test match in a couple of weeks' time. 8th of March in Antigua. They named the squad over a week ago now. And they still haven't managed to quite organise a warm-up game. But some changes. Anyone comment on what we make of these? Quite a fresh-looking squad named by Andrew Strauss after the Ashes debacle. Crabby, what your, what's your take? Pretty pretty ordinary squad. Um, you know, the same old failures are in there. Mark Wood, Ollie Pope, Chris Wokes. Why is Bairstow? A year ago, we were slagging off Bairstow, saying he should never play test for a kid again. And then suddenly he gets a couple of scores in Australia. We think he's the answer to everything. I wouldn't have him anywhere near the team. Um, and I don't know, folks hasn't really done a lot, has he, in first-class cricket? doesn't really warrant a cool-up. I think that they should have stuck with uh, Billings and given him a little run instead of one game in Australia where he looked good in the first innings, but uh, he got out cheaply in the second. So I think that's a bit unfair on him. I'd like to have seen a few match winners in there, people like Livingston, maybe Alex Hales, and uh, someone like Jay Clark. Yeah, Alex Hales, is, he's a great player. And Joe Clark could do what, a job. Has Billings been, has he been left out or has he been rested or dropped? He's in the he's in uh, T20 out. side. He's in the T20 side, but not the test side. Yeah, no, sorry, he went with the, with the one-day stuff. But um, just seems a bit odd that he's not been picked after they brought him in for the last test and they've obviously left Butler out or rested Butler, whichever it is. Just, just surprised that he's not there. I, I mean, I don't think he's a great loss. Because yeah, I, I think it was something like it was convenient because he was in Australia, so they managed to drag him in because Butler yeah. was injured. And I, I think that he was never sort of seen as yeah, a so test couldn't keep wicket, could he? he couldn't keep wicket. Well. I think he could bat, but he couldn't keep. Yeah, so. so that was probably it. So probably Fakes deserves a bit of a go, but it is odd they've sort of got rid of uh, perhaps some of the, maybe even the slightly better performance from Australia and Broad and Anderson, and they've kept around the likes of Wokes, you know, the people around the squad, like Dan Lawrence, who, you know, haven't even got a game when your batsmen are scoring 150 or less every test. And and now he's still in the squad. I mean, like, surely it's time to try try someone new. Does, it does seem strange. Like, Ollie Pope's in there again. How many chances has he had? Um, mm. Needs to go back and play some counter cricket. I think uh, Dan Lawrence as well, like you said, um, just seems to be repeating the same mistakes that we previously, previously made. No yeah. idea why Chris Rokes in the squad. Like someone needs to take away his passport because he just cannot play outside of England. Should be in our we test just... side in every home game, but should never be allowed to leave England. Um, and yeah, I just, yeah. I just think we're going to get smashed. Uh, obviously, the major, the major talking point though, surely, is the fact that they've they've left out um, Broad and Anderson, and Andrew Strauss has taken his part-time temporary role mm. and decided to draw a pretty pretty fit opponent mm. marker line underneath to the careers of. Arguably the mm. best two seamers ever. Certainly the best mm. two most successful seamers ever. And he actually did the same thing uh, five and a half years ago for the one-day side. Uh, one of his first moves as director of cricket there was with Owen Morgan to say, we're going to move on from Broad and Anderson in the one-day stuff. Let them concentrate on tests. Maybe he's got a bit of... Um, well, I don't know. Maybe he's got to be fair, that worked quite well in his defence. Mm. But um, I, I don't, it seems that to me, well, first of all, I think they're two of our best three seamers quite comfortably, um, as they proved in Australia with, you know, with uh, the averages and so on and so forth. 
and I'd also I'd also say that with the success they've had and the service they've given over many many years, I think it's a pretty disgraceful way to treat um, two fantastic servants of the game. But um, yeah, and, know, and also if it's if it's if it is just about trying new people and if it's not about the best squad, we're once again in this position of why the hell are we not picking our best squad for a tour which is you know it's it's uh, disrespectful to the West Indies and it's not a tour that we win very often. You know, fair play to Stuart Broad when he spoke out, and I think he wrote a mail column as well, going, why are we not just picking what we think is our best squad? We don't win enough games to start being overly clever. Completely agree. Anderson averaged yeah. 21.7 last year with the ball, which is yeah. up there with some of the best of the world. I appreciate he's 39, but surely, surely he's not showing any signs of ageing. You've just got to keep playing him. They'll play him in the summer, won't they? They'll give them a send-off. You would have thought, you would have thought, perhaps the one-off India tests, which will be rearranged if they don't pick them in the main squad. Um, but you'd think they, they, they would both come back into it in the summer, depending on who the, the new coach is, I suppose. Um, Johnny? Just looking at the, at the records, England in West Indies, we've not won since 2003 to four. Mm. Um, so, oh, sorry, you, I picked yeah. mm. And actually, that's the only time that we'd won since in the West Indies since 1967 to 8 there we go we're ter- we, we're terrible. We won a five match, when we won a five match test series 1-0 which sounds like a, <laughs> <laughs> that was good to watch I bet <laughs> they play that in hurricane season or something <laughs> was that I mean, but was that six day test back then as well or <laughs> um Okay, well, we've had the criticism that, you know, we can slag off the England squad until the cows come home. They haven't, at least in this series, played a test yet. What about one positive, one thing you're looking forward to, one person to watch, one thing to look out for um, in the series? I want to see how (laughs) Mahmood does. I think Mahmood has actually Mm. got some potential. I'd like to see how he does. And particularly, hopefully the wickets are quite quick as well for him. Mm. And other than that, I'd like to see. I'd see how Ben Folks did. I didn't see he was that bad on uh, in the tour in India. So let's see how he does in the West Indies. It's a bit of an easier team. Be interesting yeah. to see how Alex Lee does at the top of the order as well. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been a problem for quite a long time now. So let's hope he's more than just the next taxi of the rank. He looked pretty average in Australia, didn't he? That one game he played, he got two and one. Got out by, Anyone can uh, fail in a game, though. Yeah, uh, the pie got him in both innings, didn't he, Boland? Um, <laughs> Alex Lee. So, yeah, he played mm. for the England Lions against Australia A. Oh uh, right, oh, well, yeah, sights. Boland had an unbelievable Australian summer, though. Hey, yeah. What? Uh, I mean, just a dibby double, yeah. just dibby double a bowler. He just got in the right areas. Nothing mm. special, is it? Is is he Australia's version of Chris Wokes? So, is he going to just only dominate mm. you know, on Australian wickets? Is he going to be able to go? Well, you, you think, will he play another test? I mean, they don't play, like, they've got enough fast balls. Maybe he's in, he's their yeah. third choice, fourth fourth choice seamer now, but Hazelwood starts and Cummins. As well. He's 32 and getting in, as you say, ahead of all those guys. What an average he'll finish up with, though. That's unbelievable. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, Mark Wood take some more polls. I think he's going to absolutely charge in <laughs> <laughs> in the West Indies. And, um, you know, he's facing probably a week, much weaker batting order. This could be his time. I'm sure he's going to sort his average right out. How many wickets is he going to take? 
I'm sure Hayley 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 will obviously take the unders, no matter what you say. Yeah. Okay, good. good Six wickets. The thing is, we're probably only going to bowl three times because are we going to bat well enough to bowl twice? Um, You'd hope that seven innings are pretty average. I think it'll take more than more than I've I've fully bet for the bet more than twelve more than twelve wickets. Oh that's bugger all, mate. You see how great he is. That's you see right. how wonderful he is in like twelve wickets. <laughs> yeah, Possibly. I thought Hilliard might bite on that. Okay. I'll stick my neck out. Fifteen wickets for the series. Fifteen <laughs> uh, five a game. It's five a game. I'll go under that. Yeah. I, I look I'd love to see him prove me completely wrong and, and take you know, 25 wickets and absolutely smash it and be the best, become the best player in the world over the next few years. I just don't see it happening. Eight or nine for every game. <laughs> so what's um, the uh, what's the what's the punishment if you lose his bet? As Hilliard, you got to, I think you got to reply to to Jake. Yeah. Or, or maybe I'll organize for a little. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll do yeah, that right now. Jake. With Jake. I'll very <laughs> get the train happily, up to time. I will very happily reply to Jake, invite him to okay. uh, meet me for a drink in Jesmond's, <laughs> and uh, or he can come down here, whatever he prefers. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll send an email. We'll set that up. Okay, um, for the leads of that bet. I think we should I mean, definitely not, invite him. He's on not the even going to. They'll bloody rest him in the second test anyway, won't they? I mean, three tests. I bet he ends, ends up any playing to me. So. I really hope. I really hope that that nonsense ends. This this COVID rotation crap. It's just absolute nonsense. Um, you know, that's the, that's the one thing I'd like to see from the end of um, yeah. the Giles. Well, maybe get John, Boris Johnson involved. We could get him as director of cricket. Do as good a job as um, anyone else as, uh, it seems to be. Um, sure. Anything, so... Why don't we talk about there was a Parkinson World Cup? It'd be nice Hang to see Parky get a few wickets though, wouldn't it? In all honesty, get see uh because Root obviously mm. doesn't rate Leach, so he's gonna he's gonna give Parky a game at some point. Is he gonna and... give Parky a game? They always do this. They take a leg spinner on tour with no intention of ever playing them. You've got to try. You've got to try him out. You've got to play he's, one he's of just different. Yeah, surely. You quite often get a lot of turn in the uh, fair bit of turn in the West mm. Indies as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roslyn Chase got loads of turn when he bowled us out <laughs> last time, didn't he? Got like eight for possibly nothing, the worst didn't he? Of it, yeah, yeah, the shocking. Left we went through that period where no one could play like a slow left armor. He's not left armor, Chase. Was well, he right? Is he, right, is, he right is he the off spinner? Yeah, so he's just no one can play right armor either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Well, was it like all our left handers couldn't face him or something. That was just ridiculous. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, well, any, anyone else then on the fringes of the squad? We had the under England under nineteen World Cup, uh, which we lost to India. Obviously, it's only fifty yeah. overs. Uh, anyone catch your eye out there, Crabby? Yeah, a few players. There's uh, a chap from East Dorset, Tom Press, the skipper. He got in the team of the uh, <laughs> tournaments. Um, he looked. I don't know which county. I don't know if he still plays for Dorset or not. But he looks a decent prospect. I don't know if he's been pinched. Um, <laughs> And uh, James uh, James Rue, Somerset lad, we were discussing him earlier. He's he's got a military, a lot of military history in his family. Um, so he, he's travelled all over the place. He's in the academy, for Somerset, and he looks a great prospect. And then there's another Somerset lad, George Thomas, at the top of the order. He hit a nice six opening up, and yeah, he looks another great prospect. Prospect. He was born around Somerset, that sort of area. So we've got a couple to look forward to playing for England in a few years' time there. 
Well, we'll do a full Somerset and other counties preview in the next episode. Anyone else keeping on that or any other cricket happening around the world? No. No, no other cricket happening. <laughs> the IPL auction. Yes, we could talk about the IPL auction. We've been doing some number crunching of Crone and Lax and trying to work out what people are going for. Yeah, well, so Mark Wood went for 7.5 crore, which is uh, about 75 million rupees or 739,000 pounds. Well done him, I would say. He's done very well to get that much cash. He's got a good agent. Um, he's got a hell of an agent, yeah. Not yeah. his brother-in-law. <laughs> so, of the English players, he was third. Well, maybe maybe it was Jake. Good, good on you, Jake. Uh, so he's gone to, to Lucknow. I don't know what Lucknow is like as a place, but maybe Jake will go out and visit him. The big headline for the English players, though, is Liam Livingston went for 11 and a half crore, which would be mm. 115 million rupees, which in sterling is... 1.1 million. Yeah. And if, you, just if you're under. thinking franchise yeah. owners are spotting this, I mean, I suppose he is in the England one-day team, but just, would you give him a go? It'd be interesting to see how he goes, wouldn't it? Best hey, Livingston. Livingston, yeah. Well, he's a good T20 player. Balls. Mm. With your international players, they if you look at the, the all-rounders, always go for a lot of money, don't they? Joffre Archer went for £800,000. Like, has mm. Joffre Archer even played a game in the last like, 18 yeah. years? Yeah. Well, he's not going to play this year. Play, <laughs> if you don't play, they don't have to pay you. Uh, okay. Because I was going to uh, say, that. Like, what are these, these franchise owners watching? We've got Mark Wood and Joffre Archer as the top two England pace bowlers going. Uh, so Joffre Archer, well, but Archer is an unbelievable T20 player when he's when he when fit. So that will be a you know a, um, a sort of a franchise signing. So, so they'll want to have him there for many years, I imagine. He's a bit of an all rounder as well out there, isn't he? He can actually yeah. he actually scores some runs for once. He can tonk it. He can tonk it. At, you know, coming in at eight or nine with a guess like ten or four. Says our village the, the standard is yeah. I miss our days of Joffrey. I love his batting in Test cricket. Even one day cricket is terrible. <laughs> Where was he batting eight? And he had an average of up four with the bat. Or something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. He's the worst, worst number eight that's ever played. I have, a, yeah, I, have a, I have a quiz question for you, though. Who was hmm. the highest um, Australian in the auction? Don't look. Maxwell? I think it was Cummings, wasn't it? Nope. Oh, oh Zam- that, that horrible vegan Zampa. No. No, no. Well, the leg spinners never go. Rashid and Zampa were unsold, weren't they? The yeah. Indians just yeah. don't rate yeah, any other spinner. Missed a trick not picking Rashid, but again, unbelievable. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. There's a hell of a lot of good spinners in India. They can pick up a lot cheaper than the international ones, I guess. But mm. well, so who, was the, who was the Australian? Who was the one? Who was the highest? Was it highest a bowler? Uh, it's someone what? I'm not going to lie that I'd never heard of until I just looked him up right now. Well, someone called Tim David. Ever heard of Tim David? Sorry. Sorry? Tim David. Yes, he um, he played for uh, Surrey last year, didn't he? Singapore. He's from Singapore, mate. Singaporean international, if I'm thinking of the right. As, our, as colonial. Singapore's number one. Played for the. Played for the. Yeah, he actually played for Singapore, not Australia. He played. He? he played for the uh, Southern Brave in the final of the hundred last year. Oh, did he? I'd never heard of this man. Came in lastminute.com to replace someone, uh, De Grandom, I think. Oh my! Oh, De Grandom. No. Okay. Uh, so what, Tim what, David, what team is Mark Wood playing for? Yeah. What team uh, is Mark Wood? The, he's playing for one of the new... Two, there's two new um, 
franchises. He's playing for one of them, the Lucknow Super Giants. Well, that, that's why he probably went for a lot. They probably thought we'll get someone really boring, someone who's you know, not a Prince Andrew figure, someone who's not going to get on all the front pages, who doesn't drink, doesn't go out. So we'll just sign Woody. Got loads of money. Any other comments about Prince Andrew there? Or was that just, uh, <laughs> just dropping that in? Yeah. We're, all, we're all waiting for Krabby to say something stupid. Yeah. He'll, he'll ask to be redacted later. We're waiting for the call from the lawyers, I think, for that one. Uh, another interesting um, guy who's got, who's got himself a deal is Benny Howell, the Gloucestershire guy. Which, um, oh, the ex-Hampshire guy. Ex, yeah, ex-Hampshire, ex yeah. Yeah, they couldn't get a How game there, but <laughs> he's, he he's only he's only got a deal for forty lakh, which is that's um, right. four hundred grand. Uh, no, more that's, than he's you're, thinking of, you're thinking of of Crohn's, I think. Oh, it's forty k. Sorry, forty k. Yeah, which for about six weeks' work will do very nicely, I'm sure. Um, you could make a hell well of a team. Him out of the unsold players as well, couldn't you? I mean, what have you got? Yeah. Steve Smith, Shakib Al-Hassan, Zampa, Tahir. Did Rakeem get a contract? Yeah, good question. No, Rakeem wasn't picked. <laughs> they never they never uh, signed any of the Pakistani players either, which when you bear in mind, they've got some mm. unbelievable talent in that mm. squad. Any Pakistan players play in the IPL at all? I think, I think they have, but... There's not many. They don't tend to get picked. Let's have a look. Nick Knight would know the answer to this because he's out commentating on the Indi on the um, Pakistan Premier League at the moment. Of Verity. Not one, not one Pakistan player was selected. That's not really fair, is it? Well, are, are any Indian players selected by the Pakistan T20 League? Well, they the probably board. don't bother just because... Uh, to be fair, um, the Pakistan Cricket Board don't release their players to IPL, so uh, it's probably the main reason why they were not selected. I think more countries should say, should should make should make that uh, law as well. Start pulling back. Yeah. Wow. Ship sailed, I think. Unfortunately, that's here to stay. You so, think Babrazan um, and Shaheen Afridi, that would be hell of a start to a team, wouldn't it? Good old Somerset um, lad, Barber. Two seasons at Somerset. Unbelievable team. So that starts what in March sometime. I don't know if they've released the dates yet. Will we keep an eye on that? IPL, it's, it's almost hard to sort of stay away from it. You get so much news about it these days. There'll probably be more than that than there will be the West Indies tour, I'd have thought. So it doesn't doesn't finish till the third of June. What? So, and it, all those English off. players, if they're there for the whole thing, they miss half the season, almost. Yeah, it just gets bigger. Well, I guess two new teams. That's what another three or four games each, and then crazy. So we were going to do another couple of quick updates, weren't we, Crabby? You had one about Nick Knight, and we're just sort of hoping to see Raheem Cornwall in the Test Series. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Nick Knight. I, I met someone in the pub a couple of weeks ago. We went from talking about Nazi bunkers in France to talking about Nick um, Nick Knight. Sorry, um, and the guy hated him. When I was talking to, he absolutely detested him. He said he got in a spat with him on Twitter a few years ago, and um, Nick Knight was very, very rude and abusive to him. He kept calling him Verity as well, so he knew he obviously knew what he was talking about. This guy he wasn't just a bullshitter. Yeah, he says Nick Knight. He's got a bit of an anger, anger, anger problem, and um, yeah, that's that's it really. Really, that's my update. Um, I'm sure he's busy at the moment. You know, ironing his 
polo shirts for the T20s in the summer and the, the Women's One Day Cup, whatever he's going to be doing. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see. How can how can a man hate the uh, have such hatred for the housewife's favourite, Nick Knight? I like him. I have to say, he's growing on me a bit, Nick Knight. The more I delve into his life. <laughs> hoping he'll be leading the commentary sir. team. So hoping he'll be leading the commentary team out in the West Indies, are you, Curry? Uh, he will never get that gig. Um, but there's a woman cricketer who's got the surname Nice as well, I believe. England, one of one of the b- birds. Heather but Knight. Heather Knight. Is that maybe that's a relation of his arm? She's the captain, isn't she? Maybe yeah. that's his daughter. Or was he's fifty-two, he so it could easily be his daughter. I mean, he was a bit of a player back in the day. He's a bit like Wayne Rooney, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> in what way, Gary? <laughs> It's like the old grandma. The, ang- the, anger, the anger problem. Or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't have someone, you know, like Colleen in his life to keep him on the on the straight and narrow, Nick. Nick. Um, but I was I was going to ask you, Fixie, what you made of the Shane Warne documentary as well. I don't know if yeah. any of the other chaps have seen it. Uh, really? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was great. They had a lot of the old fat cricketers on there, didn't they? They had... Um, Gatting. Beefy both and... Gatting, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, my Gatting. Is gatting a, looks so it ill. Looks like he's not long for this world. Oh, Murphy's as well. Uh, it sounded like he he had quite a formative period in in England in club cricket, didn't he? He was like basically in drinking Bristol. in Bristol, um, ten uh, pints a night, playing cricket every day, ten pints a night. Yeah, that sounded um sounded like a good couple of years. And also interesting how late he took to took to cricket. He was trying to be an Aussie rules footballer. Mm. Obsessed, um, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, and sort of all of that. So he was quite broken, I think, by not making it as an Aussie rules player. And then, yeah, I've well, the rest is history, isn't it? But amazing resilience from this guy, right, to kind of ounce back and get to the top of the game. And just, he was, you know, the absolute aura around him, how he was creating an event with every ball and the way he sort of thinks about the game. I think he's... You know, it's a shame he's not more involved in cricket. I know he commentates around it, is in the media, but I think he's he's sort of lost the game if he's not a not a coach or really getting involved with a with a team. I know he does a bit of the T Twenty stuff, but you know he's a unbelievable cricket brain, and I thought it was a great great documentary. He's one of yeah, the coaches it. in the uh, hundred, isn't he? I know he's done IPL stuff. Mm. Well. I'm not sure he he's bothered too much about the hundred, though, is he? He probably doesn't throw everything into it and, and he's probably wasted on it completely um, but I, lo- I love how he talks about his gassing ball the ball of the century how he his first ever ball in the ashes and he never managed to bowl a ball like that ever again he said he tried and tried it was a complete fluke it's mad isn't it mm. <laughs> I love his uh, records that he holds doesn't he hold the record for the most books ever read on tour for the Australian cricket team and he also has what, that story where yeah <laughs> 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 he also has that story where he managed to order Domino's pizzas I think when he was waiting to go to bat um, because he was hungry and he didn't like whatever food was being served in the ground but yeah a very good cricketer Leg. mentally strong absolute, as well absolute legend mm. I started watching the documentary I thought it was going to go really horrible I thought it was going to be a really shitty one when they had Chris Martin from Coldplay and Ed Sheeran oh, and Isha Gua talking what about were they do, what were they doing like, on it why are you there what why was Chris about- Martin yeah. Or Ed Sheeran got yeah. to say about Shane Warne. So I nearly turned off at the start, but I stuck with it and it was brilliant. We didn't hear much from them, luckily. Yeah, really weird. It was like, I guess maybe Shit, they're trying to make it more mainstream or something or like try and, you know, 
connected to the masses. Like, don't bother. You know, this yeah, guy, everyone really, knows Shane Warne. You really think Chris Martin from Coldplay knows him that well? <laughs> Talk about him, you know, on, on tour and stuff like that. Yeah. No. I think it's a shame they didn't have Liz Hurley on. That would have been, you know, <laughs> could have got another, you know, another side to him there. They didn't really talk about the other women much, did they? You know, he kind of yeah, went through the that. break. They went through the breakup, but you know, oh yeah, some stuff came out. Skirted around yeah. that a little bit. Recommend watching it, chaps. Very good. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah. Anything else for this week? I say this week, this month. It's a slow period for cricket, isn't it, February? But we'll get through it. <laughs> Predictions for the series, how England will Predict- go in the, in the windies. Predictions for how, how we go, OK. Uh, Chaser, you've, you've sort of already started with... We'll yeah, we'll lose, to... we'll lose 2-0. We'll, our batting line it will be terrible. Uh, there might be some shiny lights in the bowling, but ultimately we'll come up short and we might scramble a draw. It'll rain in one, one test, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Gabby? I'm going to go three. No, I think the West Indies are looking a lot stronger than us. I can't see us winning a test out there with, with the same losers as as we picked in the Ashes. And they just need to give Craig Overton a game as well. He's no point giving me another holiday because he had a, you know, two months or whatever in Australia did absolutely nothing. It's so unfair on him. I reckon we might. I mean, the West Indies love beating England as well. They'll yeah. be right up for it. Especially in um, Barbados, some, they were, weren't they? They've got some good players. <laughs> are, are they playing? They must be playing a test in Barbados. Yeah, we said that earlier. They yeah, are. Antigua. Second yeah, test. They love beating us. So I, I've no doubt they will turn up and we will be underprepared because they haven't even scheduled the tour match yet. Uh, and they've got a pretty poor squad, as we've discussed. So I think it will go 2 0, but I think we will win the final one because Joe Reed will do something to sort of save his captaincy. And a couple of more careers will sort of drag on into the summer. So I'm going 2-1. Um, but it will be a fairly meaningless um, test that we win at the end. Probably because Joe Reed scores a big 100. Johnny? Yeah, I agree with you. 2-1. 2-1. I think, I think we'll do not too terribly to the degree that, yeah, people stay where they are, root clings on and etc. But I think we'll probably lose. And the, the record books would suggest that that's the outcome. Yeah. And Mark Wood to take at least 15 wickets in the two tests that he plays. Well, there we go. I hope he does. All right, until next month then, chaps, when um, we will talk about probably the first test, hopefully, and maybe look forward to the county season. Thanks for joining. See you guys later. All right. Cheers, guys. That's it for this month. As always, you can get in touch on Instagram, Twitter, or by emailing sticksandstokes at gmail.com.